We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This episode of Drinks with Thinks, I'm thrilled to snag some time with one of the busiest women in sports. L.A. Sparks star, two-time WNBA All-Star, vice president of the WNBA Players Association, ESPN analyst, radio host, and podcast host, Chene Ogumake. We discuss how she's adding executive producer to that list with her documentary on the WNBA bubble airing Thursday, May 13th at 9 p.m. on ESPN. What keeps her going and able to balance so many jobs and why Mike Golick Jr. is the best teammate she's had. We're sipping on water because, hey, it's the start of the WNBA season and we've got to stay hydrated. And by we, I mean Chene. And by me, I mean hangovers hit differently these days. This is Drinks with Thanks. Hey guys, welcome on into Drinks with Binks. I'm Julie Stewart-Binks. You may notice that the set looks a little bit different. For the first time in 15 months, uh, we are still shooting from my apartment. We are still at home. But we thought that we would, uh, you know, spice it up a bit. Make it look a little bit more like a bar. Roll out the red carpet because we have such an exciting guest here on our show today. None other than star of the LA Sparks two-time WNBA All-Star, vice president of the WNBA Players Association. You've seen her on ESPN as an analyst, as well as a radio host and a host of First Take Her Take podcast, as well as executive producer of a documentary that is airing this week, 144. I am raising my glass today to our guest, Shanae Agumakwe. Thank you so much for joining us here on the show. Man, you must be just so pumped to see your baby not literal baby, your your documentary come to fruition and air in front of everyone. Yes, thank you. First and foremost, shout out to Binks. Let's go and drink minus <laughs> the sparkling uh, water. I love like to eat bad. And so I'm committed now that I'm on the other side of like young-ish in the WNBA, I've committed myself like, okay, I can drink that and it makes me feel like I'm, you know, anyways. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. And it is my baby. It is our baby. You know, I work with amazing producers, all young women, millennial women that have bring, you know, helped bring this project to life, celebrating the amazing 144 women of the WNBA. It's grueling. 
like becoming a filmmaker, but at the same time, it's going to be so rewarding knowing that the WNBA players will see themselves on the screen where they deserve. Yeah, that's got to feel so good. And so for those who don't know, first of all, Thursday, May 13th, 9 p.m. on ESPN about the WNBA bubble. What are you most excited for people to see when they watch this? The WNBA and I've been telling everyone, you know, that I encounter everyone needs to experience the WNBA. And when I say that, it's not about like just the amazing women killing it on the court at a high level. It's bigger than that. What you see is a collection of every woman, meaning like always seeing like, ah, I'm every you will find every kind of woman in the WNBA. And in the middle of probably what has been the most challenging season, dealing with coronavirus and the pandemic, dealing with racism and social justice movement, you see women standing together. And that's something that I think society can learn a lot from. We may not all agree, but we understand that we are stronger together. We have strength in numbers. And so that's what this film, 144, shows to the world. And I think one of the best scenes in it is the players only meeting. So after, you know, the mm. Blake, there was a meeting where you have all players, 144 players trying to figure out what to do. And to be able to see that and experience that in real time, like, ugh, it still gives me chills. Right, because I was reading an interview with you in GQ about the fact that because you're a player, you know, you you have the trust of the other players, right? To be able to get them to open up, to to be mic'd up, to to let the to let you in and let the filmmakers in on these situations that you know journalists and and many people in the media wouldn't be able to see. You you mentioned that the women have come together and you guys have done such a great job of leading the charge in terms of awareness and, and understanding for social justice and for criminal problems in, in America that, you know, police reform that we, that we really need. We do though have had some critics uh, per se, Draymond Green, let's just say of, of, you know, about the WNBA and, and about players and how they voice their concerns. Have you heard from him at all? Uh, do you think He'll respond at all to this documentary? I would hope so. Like I've known Draymond for a minute. And one thing that he does respond well to is confrontation. He usually dishes it out. So I wonder if he can receive it because I did, you know, talk about when he was having his nice little soliloquy about what the women's sport, what women's sports needs. He's coming from the right place. His heart is in the right place. It just also showed a lack of awareness to the work of women that we're fighting for that type of visibility and respect. Like there have been people doing the great work, knowing that covering women's basketball, you may not necessarily get the same advancement or credit, but it's the right thing to do. And so, yeah, like hearing what Draymond had to say, I wasn't surprised because that's what a lot of people think. And I'm glad he said it because now we can correct that. And I hope he tuned in to 144 because he asked for women's stories to be told, well, this is the biggest story that arguably the WNBA has had the opportunity to tell. And, you know, it came from the players, by a player, you know, with amazing women that helped bring it all together. And so he should definitely tune in. Yeah, there's a, a lot of irony in that, in that you're like, yeah, we are doing the work and doing all of this for the league and for promotion of our league. And also, thank you for mansplaining uh, WNBA to us. It's uh, uh, We really appreciate that. But we know that the league is getting going this week, the day after your documentary airs, so... I mean, you just got a couple things on your plate these days, it feels like. What do you want, especially like as it 
pertains with the documentary into the season, what kind of like next conversation or, or, or dialogue do you want this to sort of spark as you guys step back out onto the court as players, but also as role models in this industry? I want everyone to know, especially the players individually, that like anything is possible, that their work has value, that their decision and sacrifice in the 2020 WNBA season is meaningful because now we have an ESPN film. Like no one thought of that possibility until we were presented with the opportunity. Myself, my agent, Allison Gaylor, Jenna Contreras, Lauren Stoll, like that's the team that helped really bring this to life with the support and also most importantly, trust of the WNBA players. And so this is a win for women that have been doing the work. And so I would say to advance the film, just knowing that there are so many other stories to be told, we can continue to find amazing creative avenues for that to be shown. You know, like I never thought I would be an executive producer. You know, I never thought I was going to be a broadcaster. I knew I was a hooper and using the platform of sports has transformed my lives in ways that in my life in ways that I never saw. And so I think this film is a testimony to not letting women be put in boxes or confined and letting creative and flex. Yeah, you're such a prime example of being able to be uh, a part of, of so many different industries and jobs and and really having no limits and no boundaries. And I can't wait to get into more of your media life and how you balance all that. I, I mean, it's remarkable. But um, you're also getting back on the court. You sat out last season. You were busy working on the documentary during this time. But now you're, you're back. And I was listening to your podcast uh, first take her take and you said you know it takes about three to four months to kind of get back into to game shape how's it been trying to just get back into just that that shape that you'll be able to compete at the same level you're at before it's been hard it is not easy once you press stop you know or pause it's hard to re- uh, you know gear up again but it's been a blessing in disguise because i've been able to work on my body that would make it more sustainable for years to come and that- thing and so you know being 29 years old jumping back into the WNBA I feel like a kid in a candy store I feel like it's the first day of school because I've missed it and there's really this special energy now surrounding women's sports like whether it is the final four the NWSL yeah WNBA like there's such a tremendous amount of energy that we know this 25th season is going to be super special but like I'm not gonna lie like the only way you can get in basketball, basketball shape is by playing basketball, not practicing. Training camp is great. But, like, when the game hits, you know that wind is different. You're an athlete, you know, a former athlete. So, like, that wind is completely different. And so I look forward to Friday. You know, Thursday's a big day with a dot, but Friday's an even bigger day because I'll be back on the court and I'll be like, I'm, I always joke. I'm like, I'm, I'm a Hufflepuff. Like, I'm Huffle and Puff. But I'll, I'll, get, I'll get through it. Well, uh, yeah, I know exactly what it's like to be a professional athlete and, and getting back into professional athlete shape. But I do play ice hockey, um, as we would call it in America. And there is a different level of being in shape versus being in game shape. And yes, I, I haven't played in a year. I know once I strap on those skates, I'm going to be, I'm going to be tapping my stick for a, for a shift change, like 20 seconds in, cause I'm going to be needing that. But you know what? Jersey tug. 
Yeah. Yes, yes, exactly. See, we, we have the same, same life basically right now. And we're both also in media. We're going to get into that after we take a quick time out here on Drinks with Binks. We're sipping on a little H2O. We're hydrating because it is the start of the 25th anniversary of the WNBA season. We have God Superstar here, Chine Ogumake. Don't go anywhere. I am Cassidy Hubbard, a host and reporter with ESPN, and I just had drinks with Binks, my dear friend, Julie Stewart Binks. I loved every second of it. Hey guys, welcome back to Drinks with Thanks. I'm JSB. We've got two-time WNBA All-Star Chineo Gumake with us here today, who has a documentary 144, 144 or 144? 144. Okay, 144, because 144 players launching this Thursday on ESPN at 9 p.m. Eastern. And we mentioned beforehand, you're also working at ESPN as an analyst, a radio host, a podcast host. Um, how do you balance it all? And you're also on the you're vice president of the Players Association. Like, how do you do it? I don't. I don't balance at all. <laughs> I'm like, I'm horrible. Like, I feel so bad. Um, my family understands my grind. They understand that, you know, they always say like work while you're young. Well, I, I think I took that too serious. Um, but you know, I think for me, again, this is all about my journey. I did not think that, you know, basketball would transform my life in the way that it took me to Stanford. And when I got to Stanford, it took me to the WNBA and I get to the WNBA and it also brought me a broadcasting career. And now it's bringing me an executive producer, you know, title. And so I think just having the perspective that sports may end at any time, you know, mm -hmm. has made me really seize the moment. And you know how they say, like, play like it's your last possession. Like, that's what I think of. And so, you know, saying yes to a lot of opportunities have presented even bigger ones. And it's hard to keep everything in balance. I really don't. I wake up at 530 and every hour is regimented up until about 7 p.m. Like I'm on press or I am on, you know, marketing meetings or, you know, planning or training or practicing or getting rehab, you know, rehab for, from practice and then getting ready prepped for my shows, you know, like it is a crazy grind, but I also know that the representation matters to be 29, to be a young black woman in this space where my voice is being amplified. Like I got to put in the work, I got to stay prepared because my success will create opportunities for my peers. And that to me is the most important thing. Right. And you mentioned being, you know, you're the first black woman to hold a national radio show platform. You're on ESPN radio with Michael Jr. Great pairing between the two of you. I feel as though I know everything about Golik Jr. already because he's very open about it. Great. I love the guy. What, what does it mean to you? I know you mentioned that this is this is more than just your journey. It's about helping so many other women. But when you hold that title, what does it what does that mean to you? It means that honestly, I, and I keep saying this, like anything is possible. Like there was, a, I never thought that we'd be at the point in 2021 where I'd be literally given a microphone and say like, go. And I knew that that was an untraditional space, meaning like it's not built for me to exist. You know, we are both women in a male dominated sports industry. I'm a woman of color. I'm a young voice. I'm also like got a very complicated name, Chinengel Gumeke, complicated to those who are not privy to my culture, you know? And so there's a lot of things that would make people, and I say this, Julie, like all the time, 
They see you before they hear you. They see you and judge you before they hear you. And so for me, what makes me go is just, you know, changing the ideal, the hearts and minds of someone saying like, well, I thought, why is she talking about the NBA? But hold up, I look at her resume like, she's just as good, if not, you know, better than men. <laughs> Like it starts changing people's ideals when we start seeing diversity and representation in real time. And I think that's what makes me go. Definitely. I mean, that's, that's gotta be so uh, powerful for you and your journey, knowing that it is just, it's so much bigger than yourself and that so many young women looking up to you, I'm sure are just so excited just seeing someone that looks like them and knowing that it's possible. Right. We talk about it even just, uh, I I spoke at a radio conference years ago and it was like all the white dudes in the audience were like, well, why are there no women that want to be not as many women that want to be on air in, in radio? I was like, well, look around who you're hiring. We don't see anybody that looks like us that's doing this. And and obviously I'm speaking as someone who has no idea what it's like to be a, a black woman trying to do this in this industry. And so I can't only imagine um, how powerful, yeah, it is for you to be holding that title. And when you look at the other side, we mentioned Gold Jr. Tell me something um, that would surprise us about him and what it's like to work with him every single day. I mean, every day is a surprise working with Michael Jr. And I would say that he is so self-deprecating, like he's willing to have fun and just be authentically himself. People don't know this man is like smart, like a genius. Mm. He's so busy twerking and having a good time and body rolling (laughs) that like he really is a pro. Like this man is, I mean, he, he's had great role models in his parents, you know, his dad being a mm-hmm. home, but his voice carries its own, like he stands in his own shoes. And so this is someone that's highly intelligent, extremely well-prepared, super enthusiastic, forward thinking, and also like the biggest ally ever. Like we call ourselves Swirl, you know? Ebony, Ebony. <laughs> you call ourselves Swirl because like, we got our show in the middle of the social justice movement, the pandemic. Those were difficult conversations that we were having while we were creating our own show for the first time. And so to have someone that I trust that sees me for me and is willing to say, Shanae, like your voice matters even more so now. And I'm going to take a step back, like as a man, a white man to be so in tune with, our culture, you know, to me, it just resonates on how he is as a human being. And just it's he's been like the perfect teammate. So, like, I love Aww. that. He's really That's great. so nice to hear. Oh, he never sees this. <laughs> I'm going to make sure he sees it because. That's what it's all about on Twitter. It's tagging everybody. And as you said, he is very self-deprecating. You know, he, he's he's the everyman, but then, and hopefully every man becomes Michael Jr. in being an ally and being, you know, allowing. Yeah, I don't know how many people, ladies, come on. Like, he's a catch. Like, let's go. <laughs> oh, okay. Now we're setting him up. Okay. So, yes. Also, he's single and he's he's ready to mingle out there. So, you know, swipe whatever way the kids do these days. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I was like, I don't know, um, because I've lived with my boyfriend in an apartment for 15 months and we haven't left it. So everything's A-OK over here. You're still in there. Congrats. 
Yeah, he actually just laughed before this interview for like the first time ever. It was like, oh, okay. Um, thank you for this time. I'm really glad we got to this on the show. Okay, we're going to take a quick time out. We're going to have a whole lot more with Chanel Gumake when we return on Drinks with Thanks. Don't go anywhere. This is Gilbert Arenas, a.k.a. Agent Zero, a.k.a. the Hibachi. Catch me on Drink With Binks. Hey guys, welcome on back to Drinks with Binks. I'm JSB. We are joined by two-time WNBA All-Star Chino Gumake, who is starting the season with the Ali Sparks this upcoming Friday. Tell us Derek Fisher's best quality as a head coach. He's an amazing listener. You would think that the man with five championships and L.A. legend would come in and be like, this is what I know. He really lets us be ourselves to our fullest and will embrace that. And so I think one thing people don't know about Fish is that like what you think of what someone in his position should be, he's quite the opposite. A listener, a learner, an empowerer, and also someone that will hop in drills when he doesn't like things going. You know, like, it's so fun to see him, like, he's like, okay, do the backdoor cut. No, no, do, do it like this. Like, no, no, hand me the ball. And then he'll go in and all of us will be like, okay, fish, okay. Does <laughs> he still got it? Oh, he's still got it. He's still got it. Yep. I love hearing that. Well, also someone who's still got it, you and your sister playing together again. Uh, you know, you guys have, have known each other, of course, off the court and on the court for so many years. How has that relationship with NECA evolved? I think it's great to be able to play with her again because there was a run of five years when I was in Connecticut and she was in LA. And, you know, we just weren't able to see each other as much. And that was the hardest thing for us just because... She was playing year-round, whether in Russia or in China, and she was in Los Angeles, and I was like 3,000 miles on the other coast, so we'd only get to hang out when we played against each other. And I would stay in the States for broadcasting, and she'd go and play overseas. And so I would say the relationship has evolved to the point where it's like, thank goodness we're on the same team because now we can be, you know, hang out and, like, just be, be ourselves. Oh, that's nice to hear. It's a sister-sister it's a sister type thing. I thought you guys would have the... To draw from a hockey reference, the Henrik and Daniel Sedin, like the twins kind of sense. Like when you're on the court, you're just like, I already know where you're going to be. I'm like, what's going on? You're going to see that. You're going to see that this year for sure. It's like same brain, same brain. Okay. And then um, very quickly, uh, with Candace Parker leaving, um, what do you know her? Are you guys like, do you have a relationship? Like, what's the vibe around the team? Yeah, I mean, I've always called Candace big sis just because she was a big sis to my sister for multiple years. But as you notice, like as players, you know, evolve, they want different things. And for me, like I was on Connecticut for five years and then I thought it was best for my life with balance working, you know, in L.A. at L.A. Live for ESPN. And then also being able to see my sister. The best decision was me, for me to be a player for the Los Angeles Sparks, mm-hmm. which is why the best decision for her was probably to go back home to Chicago and, and sort of get that touch point to be able to play in front of her family and friends after, you know, being able to hold it down for Los Angeles, for the culture for a long time. So, yeah. everyone, you know, everyone, when players get traded, no one is like, oh, wow, like, did you, like it's very normalized. <laughs> but when players make decisions for themselves, I think it's starting to now get normalized because you can see the reasoning behind. 
Well, we're having such a great time talking everything with Shanae Ogumake. Make sure you stay tuned. We have a whole lot more coming up after the break on Drinks with Things. Subscribe to the Fubo Sports YouTube page for clips and full episodes. Follow us at Fubo Sports on all social media channels. Also available in podcast form wherever you find your favorite pods. Shanae, thank you so much for joining us here. We know that you have so much going on on the court, off the court, on TV, uh, podcast, everything. We know you've got your documentary airing this week. Tell us where we can find you next. Ooh, you can find me on the court. You can find me on air. So just if you watch ESPN, your girl will pop in with NBA analysis here and there. If you watch ESPN Plus, you'll see myself and Mike Golick Jr. from 4 to 7 Eastern. And if you watch the WNBA season, you'll see the sparks. You'll see me there with the sister-sister connection, like you said. I love that. Thank you so much for joining us. I know you're super busy. Guys, remember her documentary, uh, 144 airs on Thursday, May 13th, 9 p.m. on ESPN. And you can follow her at Shanae on all social media channels. And you can follow us on social media channels on our YouTube. Watch all of our old shows or our new shows. And this show, again, at Fubo Sports on YouTube. YouTube. Until next time, guys, bottoms up, bitches. <laughs> Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.